A moil? What the hell is a moil? A moil's the person who performs the circumcision. Well, how am I gonna find a moil? Oh, finding a moil's a piece of cake. Any idiot can find a moil. I have the tough job. I have to hold the baby while they do it. How'd you like that job? Have you ever seen one? You mean one that wasn't... Yeah. No. You? Yeah. What'd you think? No. Not good? It had no face, no personality, very dull. It was like a Martian. November 29th, 2020. Hi, everybody. Hello. How are y'all doing? I hope well. Here for your blue twip. Blue? What's the second one in November? So it's like when there's two full moons in a month, you call it the blue moon. Oh. I guess this is like a blue twip. I guess. Why do they call it a blue moon? I don't remember. But What's it, blue about it? I don't know. It makes me feel sad. Like, maybe it's just sad. Like, they don't want Why would you be happen. sad that there's two full moons? I don't know, but it's blue. Blue <laughs> is the color of sadness. I guess. I like blue. Okay, whatever. Hi. Hi. How are you? So, here we are. Let's talk about some things for your yep. last twip of 2020. Oh my goodness. How did we get here? It was a long, hard road getting through 2020. It was quite, quite something. We hope you all made it through all right. Roller coaster. It was brutal. Real brutal. So many emotions. No, roller coaster implies that there were also ups. Well. We had some personal ups, but well. We did. Okay, there were a couple of ups, I guess. The election was kind Phew. of an up. So I mean, that helped. That's true. But there were a lot of downs. Yes. Okay. Let's just move on, shall we? To right. the actual news? Okay. Okay. Let's do that. Okay, so the first thing, I guess, is kind of slightly blue. Sad news. Why? Oh, oh. Okay. I have to let you know that Anjali Kunapaneni is, has to step down from playing Kylira over on Major Machine. She's uh, very busy with a lot of pro voice acting work, which and is great for her. fantastic. It is. And we are definitely going to miss her. And we super appreciate all of the work that she did. Absolutely. She still was able to record the first three episodes of season two. So you're still got uh, all of those to hear still. Mm -hmm. um, but the casting call for Kylira in Major Machine, uh, the recasting call, I guess you could call it. Right. It's up right now and it's going through to December 6th, I want to say. End of this Which week. Which is great. That's a great opportunity for you all out there. That's right. You could <clears throat> be the lead in one of our shows. So definitely stop by PendantAudio.com and check out the casting calls. Link's right at the top and uh, go audition for that if you are a lady who can sound like your late teens, early 20s. Yeah, and even if you're not sure that's what you sound like, Audition anyway. You Don't. never can tell. Do not self-select yourself That's out. That's exactly what I was going to say. I know, because Tilly is always telling me that because I do that all the time. It uh -huh. is a terrible thing. You shouldn't do it. That's right. You never know when you, you might be exactly what the, the, they're looking for. That's there. right. You don't know. Let you, them decide. You bring your best self. That's right. And everything else will be sorted out. That's right. There you go. Now this is no longer blue. This That's is right. uplifting. Uplifting. Positive. Okay, so here's some other positive news. We have some new directorships to announce. Ooh. Garen Fitzgerald will be taking over lead director duties on Seminar. Ooh, fancy. I think his Congrats, Garen. first solo episode is 99. Um, we're still working as a group um, up until then. Um, but he'll be taking over then. And then over on Pendant Shakespeare... 
It will have co-directors of Jeff Robinson and Adam Blanford. So hooray! Welcome to the both of you. Welcome to the director minds, yes. as we like to say. There's a cheeseburger river. It's not all bad. <laughs> That's an old joke. Oh my gosh, such an old joke. Deep cut. Okay. Morgan Zesowell is still going to be dramaturge over on Pendant Shakespeare, and their next play will be Pericles, Prince of Tyre. So I don't know anything about that or why he's the Prince of Tyres. <laughs> ah, that was so bad. Yeah. In any case... They're working on the casting call now, so that should... Well, I don't know exactly when it's going to go up. Shakespeare plays have a giant cast, and so it takes a while to put the casting call together. But they're working on it now, and so I would presume sometime this winter you will see it go up. Perhaps December, perhaps January, I'm not sure. we don't have a date yet. Right, but it is coming, and that will be the next Shakespeare play, so definitely keep an eye on that. Yep. Because we'll want you to audition. We will keep you posted as per usual. Those fellas are good directors and they want to work with you. Yay! Okay. Uh, <laughs> Did you get lost there in a your little post-it? Bit, a little bit. Uh, I want to say thank you to everybody who nominated in the 2020 Pendy Awards and then voted. The voting, of course, by the time this airs has... Oh no, it's still going for one more day till November 30th. This oh. comes out of the brand. You have one day left to get your votes in. So if you did not vote in the Pendies. Do it. You can do it. You just go to the website. It's right there. PendantAudio.com. There's mm-hmm. a link right on the top for voting in the 2020 Pendy Awards. So do that and vote for all of your favorites. And you don't have to vote for each show. Don't no. feel like you have to because you don't. If you only listen to one show and TWIP, then for, just vote for first that of one. all, why are you listening to TWIP? If you only listen to one show. But second of all, (laughs) you can vote for just your favorite person or whatever from that show or that show and all the different awards it's nominated for. And that's fine. And you can leave other ones blank. It's not a big deal. It's up to you. It's okay. So just stop by and uh, share your thoughts with us through that voting form. Make your voice heard. Of course. Your metaphoric voice. Well. Your regular voice is for the audition. That's true. Two voices. Use them both. Okay. And then the last bit of news we have yes. that I wanted to mention that the first half of the season two Dreamnasium scripts are written. That's right. They are done and turned into the exemplary Mr. Jeffrey Thorne for his notes and revisions. Yes, he will put on his little glasses and take a look and make sure we did a good job. <laughs> right. Um, but in any case, uh, so we're halfway through the scripting process on those. And once we finish all of that, we will be figuring out uh, how we're going to do casting and everything else with the show. So again, yep. you'll have more news about this coming soonish. Uh, of course, the next TWIP will be the Pendy Awards from 2020. Right. So you won't get a normal TWIP until like early February 2021. No, we will be busy lauding all your contributions. That's right. So I just want to say, you know, um, stop by that Major Machine casting call. Mm-hmm. Watch out for the Pendant Shakespeare casting call and any other new stuff that might be happening on the website and our social media feeds because you won't get any more news from us here in this show till February. For our three listeners. For all three of you. <laughs> we don't want you to feel left out. That's right. For the modicum of pendant news you get here, mm-hmm. check our social media feeds. You can keep up to date until we come back. Yep. Or you can go to the Discord if you have a burning question. That too. We, we post about stuff on the we Discord will be there. as well. Yes. Well, you'll be there. I'm oh, there sometimes. Oh, I, I nearly forgot. Me. I nearly forgot. This wasn't on my list. <clears throat> if you're listening today, November 29th, 
This is the day that Dreamnasium is being featured in the showcase of Podtails. Oh, that's a thing that we're Pod doing. Podtails is a still relatively new um, scripted audio convention. It's yeah. only its second year, uh, but this year it's all virtual because of pandemic times, of course. Yeah. Um, and so they have a Discord that they're running everything through, and there's panels that they're doing, uh, video panels with people, and there's discussion channels and all kinds of really cool stuff. And today, November 29th, is the day that they have dis- elected to feature Dreamnasium in their showcase. So yes. you can check that out. And if you're listening to this before 11 a.m. Pacific, which I know seems kind of unlikely, but if you are, you can drop by their Discord and there will be a live Q&A with Jeffrey Thorne and Susan and myself about Dreamnasium. So, yeah, if I get this episode up Sunday morning early enough... That you can listen yeah, to this I and then know. drop by to that. I mean, uh, you'll probably uh, do that. Yeah. The link to the Podtails Discord is on all of our social media feeds, or you yes. can go to their the Podtails like Twitter feed or whatever, and it's linked all from there or their website. So if uh, you hear this in time, stop by and say hello. And even if you don't, any time during the 29th, you could stop by and talk about Dreamnasium in the That's Podtails true. Discord because we have mm-hmm. the showcase show of the day. See you then. Maybe. From Cape Cod, Massachusetts, we have Pete Milan on the line. Hello, Pete. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm so tired. I'm so <laughs> very tired. Oh, my God. I hear you. My spirit is broken completely. This is supposed to be an easy week. Let's talk about some audio dramas. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is supposed to be a week where you just kind of... You know, kind of you're coast mentally, a little bit. You're mentally checked out. You just, you just, you're coasting until until Thursday. And until Thursday, where you eat a lot of stuff and drink stuff that's going to make you sleep. This is like the week of. And right? this this week is just not living not up to that. the expectation. Not that I'm going to write a strongly worded letter. I don't know who I'm sending it to, but I'm going to write a strongly worded letter. Ah, so it's been a while since we've had you on. Yeah, for good reason. I really haven't done anything. <laughs> well, that's not entirely true. Let's see. When we last when we last left our hero, um, when we last spoke, um, I think we talked about Dreamnasium a little bit, and you had done uh, some stuff there. Uh, yeah, I appeared in three of the Dreamnasium episodes. Mm-hmm. And the, I guess the big story impended around Pete is. Um, over the last, um, I guess, two-ish years since we spoke, um, you've kind of shifted off of Tommy and Kingery. Well, um, what happened was we were heading into the 10th year of, uh, of doing the Kingery, and I was fairly burnt out on, on the character, uh, just, you know, voicing him. Mm-hmm. Cause I just felt like I was doing the same thing, you know, episode as, you know, doing the voice and just being a, you know, tough guy and all that stuff. And, and, uh, I told, I, I told, uh, Tilly, uh, that I would just, I, I was kind of interested in, uh, getting out of, uh, the acting side of, of the Kingery. Mm-hmm. And 
we had introduced uh, this this uh, SOL model called Allison that uh, that Tommy sometimes uses uh, for uh, for fun, basically. Fun. Yes. And uh, but it was it was uh, Tilly who decided uh, to uh, make that a. Uh, I, I suggest you you know, coming from my you know from my perspective that it would just be funny to have Tommy stuck in a female body, which shows how dumb I am because. Uh, you know, Tilly and uh, and uh, the other writers have taken that and uh, made it something, you know, much more profound. Whereas I was just like, he's a, he's a girl now. <laughs> he has to be a girl. He's <laughs> dumb. I'm not a bright person. I go for the easy <laughs> joke every time. I don't know what. I'm just trying not to be. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> well, you know, it it they did and and you included because you are on that that writing team um it has become a, a bit more profound and um i think you guys have done a really good job um kind of talking about that arc and we're just really let's see at this point the first episode has released or i've previewed it and, ha- and it's about to i think it's coming out in december right i believe so yes okay so i've previewed it so no spoilers but um I think the way people, when they hear episode one, season 11, they're going to start hearing a lot more about what this shift, because I want to make sure I'm using the right words as well, what this shift is, um, what that means for the person of um, formerly known as Tommy. Yes. Now Allison. Yes, uh, she's going by Allison now. That may change in uh, future episodes, but oh, um, we're not well, we're not sure yet. But uh, you know, that's something that's a possibility in uh, coming up. But uh, I do I do want to make this clear that this is not you know this isn't a gag. This is not something we're doing for attention. This is a permanent change for this character. It's not right. going to be like you know in a few episodes Tommy Arkell comes back. That's that's not going to happen. I'm done playing him, and because he's he's gone now, he's just gone. Right. Um, and uh, would we see you in maybe flashbacks from? Because we've done plenty of flashbacks over the years with Kingery. Would would you be doing flashbacks from time to time? Maybe I don't know. I'm not sure how that would you know if that's something we'd be interested in doing. I think uh, during one of the write during the writing of one of the earlier uh, scripts for season eleven, that was a possibility that came around, and mm-hmm. we decided not to go with it. Okay. So I th- I think we just be uh, we'll just be uh, pushing uh, pushing forward instead. Okay. Was that because the writing staff doesn't want to go back and? I can't I can't speak for everybody. Okay. Um, you know, personally, I would, you know, I would rather, you know, I, I'm not, you know, opposed to doing a flashback, but, mm. uh, you know, maybe in like another, another year or so, uh, that would be, uh, we, I mean, we just got, we just got rid of, uh, Tommy, uh, not too long ago. So. Okay. Let's, let's, uh, let's get used to Allison first before we start, uh, doing right. The... Oh, and, and, and no disrespect or, or minimizing Allison here just talking about logistics and what yeah what may be you know part of the upcoming mythos kind of thing so um 
now you're strictly on the writing side of Kingry. Yes. Um, are you going to be doing any secondary voicing at all? Are we going to are we going to hear you not as Tommy, but maybe as you know some other minor character at this point? I don't know. Um, I mean, it's it's a possibility, I'm sure, but uh, mm-hmm. it's not uh, it's not something I'm I'm you know desperate for because you know, like I said, I did you know ten years of this show, uh, you know, episode in episode out. I think uh, at this point, you know, uh, Philip and uh, and Catherine uh, are are cat are the only ones who are still there from the original cast. I think everyone else is. Uh, been killed off and brought back to life or cloned or this or that or just uh, just you know left and been replaced so it's uh, you know the cast is always uh, it's always a mutable thing ensemble cast ensemble uh, writing yeah okay um, and you're writing two episodes this season I'm writing two episodes uh, one is already written uh, episode four. Mm-hmm. And uh, as soon as I finish this interview, I have to finish the second draft of uh, episode six. And that's uh, uh, that that's I the first draft I wrote of episode six was something like 55 pages long. It was really long. And part of that has to do with the spacing on, on my computer here. But uh, part of it was it was just kind of overwritten on my part. And uh I was, you know, going through trying to edit it down, and I realized that uh, there was a plot element I introduced myself in episode four that needed to come back in episode six, and I had completely forgotten to do it. So I got a lot of rewriting to do. <laughs> because deadlines. Because deadlines. So with it being an ensemble uh, writing uh, staff, you've got two episodes a season, an episode apart from each other. How, how do you fit in what your vision of the season is into just two pieces of 10 or 12 this season? We all get a chance to, uh, all the writers get a chance before the season starts to uh, communicate to, uh, to Tilly, you know, what we would like to see any mm-hmm. plot ideas, anything, uh, anything we want to have happen. And uh, those all get uh, thrown together and what works works and what doesn't doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so once by the time it gets to the scripting stage, uh, we're just going by, you know, what's, what's necessary for the episode in front of us. Do you necessarily get to write the how should I put this? The complete piece of that storyline that you uh, submitted in, or do you kind of get to just do your part with your two episodes and then kind of have to give it up to the others to kind of take it and, and go in a direction that you hope it goes in? Well, we, uh, we all, uh, get, you know, we all get a chance to sort of bid for, uh, the episodes that we want, mm-hmm. um, you know, to choose which ones we'd like to do. And of course, you know, once I turn in, once any of the writers turns in the first draft, it gets sent to all the other writers and we get to comment on, on what we think and 
if anything needs to be changed uh, or anything like that. Okay. So we all we all contribute to every script. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, because I can't see. I, I know in the past plot points have lasted longer than two episodes. Oh yeah. Right. So it's it's interesting to hear how how that works. Oh yeah, these episodes aren't just you know Pete writes whatever he wants because uh, right. you know even though. I have, yeah, I'm not wording this right. Um, I had, you know, once we all get an outline for the episodes we're going to write. So, mm-hmm. you know, we can't really stray that far from what needs to go in. You know, if we, if we have something else that can fit in and it doesn't, you know, go against what's coming or what's already come, then that's usually fine. But uh, we can't just, you know, introduce uh, random plot elements, uh, because you know we've you know thought of them halfway through the season, right? So that's where you get to kind of put your own style, yeah, into the episodes. I mean, my my stamp usually comes through uh, through dialogue more than uh, than plot. Mm-hmm. You are known in Pendant as um, having a gift of ad lib, so that it's not surprising to hear. Dialogue is you know where things really come out for you. Because from a, from a listener perspective, we hear that. And then, um, you know, when we go into the, the commentaries and listen to those and hear, yeah, this line was Pete. This wasn't in the script. Oh, yeah, this line was also Pete because it was better than what we wrote in the script. You know, throughout all the stuff that you've been in. Well, uh, yeah, but I think a lot of actors, uh, you know, do that sort of thing. And uh, that's that's something that, you know, they have the option whether or not to put that in or just, you know, leave it for uh, for the, uh, you know, for the gag reel at the end of the season. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's you know, it, it's all a collaborative uh, effort. Mm-hmm. It's not like, let me step in. I'm going to make these I'm going to make this script better with my <laughs> with my brilliant ad libs. It's I'm just, you know, offering a. Uh, yeah, it's like here's another option that you could, you know, you could use this, you could not use it. Are there certain things that you, as Pete, draw on when when you find yourself ad libbing? Uh, not really. I think that's just just how my mind works. You know, rather than read the same the same uh, line in three different, you know, different inflections, mm-hmm. I just you know go well. How would you know? How would I? How would I say that differently? And sometimes you have no choice. Sometimes you just have to say, you know, if your line is what, you just have to say what, 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 and that's you know, there's not a lot you can do with that. Sure. So, are you now that you're off, Tommy, and you're doing the writing? Are you doing less uh, voice acting? You, you haven't been in as much pen and stuff recently. Are, are you kind of pulling back from voice acting as a whole or is this um, part of Pete's grand plan? Not, no, not really. It's a, a case of, uh, I was just, I was just sort of burnt out on playing, uh, on playing Tommy. And uh, I've, it, I reached the point that I didn't think I was giving it my best anymore. And I just thought it was time to, uh, to make a change. Uh, and I haven't gone out for uh, for anything yet, uh, for anything that's come along. Um, you know, maybe I will. Maybe something for uh, Mage and Machine will come up or another new show. Um, I believe I'm supposed to take part in uh, 
the new uh, the new Genesis Avalon that's coming along. Um, are you reprising? I believe I'm reprising a okay. role. I can't. I can't. Yeah. I don't. Got don't it. remember what the guy's name was. So <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, but we understand, Cat. We all understand. Or maybe I'm playing something new. I honestly don't remember. I just know she said, "Hey, do you want to be in the thing?" And I said, "Okay." <laughs> and they they said that there's going to be some more uh, gymnasium coming up. Yes, more uh, more of Jeffrey Thorne's uh, brilliant uh, brilliant uh, stories. So uh, you know, I hopefully there'll be something for me in there, or maybe not. We will have just have to see. So we have you writing and um, acting. Have you? And forgive me because it's we've already talked about what kind of week this has been, and it's only Tuesday. Um, have you done all any of the directing in the past? Um. Well, I, I did a little bit of directing for um, Once Upon a Time in Vegas. But uh, as far as regular uh, pendant productions go, I've done, I only done it, I only done, <laughs> I've done a couple of scenes for uh, for, for an episode of Once Upon a Time in Vegas. Right. Which, Any interest into, in, in doing directing again? I don't know. I... Honestly, it just it feels like it's been a long it has been a long time since I've done that and I don't Yeah, uh, Vegas has been a while. That's a show that's due for a, for a, a restart or a reboot. One one of those two. Or a finish. Um, <laughs> well, it's still so many actors have changed that I think right. it's like you might as well just start it over and see where it goes. Yeah. Um but uh it's such a great concept. It is. It is. And every time I hear, you know, I listen to a Killers album and they're, you know, talking about, you know, the desert outside of Vegas. It's like this, this reminds me of uh, Once Upon a Time in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as, as far as directing goes, I'm, I work on audiobooks uh, in my, in my alleged spare time. And mm-hmm. yeah, I was going to ask you about that too. But we'll yeah. Get and just directing my own voice is bad enough. I don't know how I ever did it when I had to like layer in uh, all those different, uh, <laughs> all those different, uh, you know, sound effects and music and this and that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, it's, I, I enjoy having done it, but uh, I don't know that I'd be uh, looking to uh, direct again anytime soon. Okay. And I don't think I've broached this subject with you before, but are you musically inclined at all? Uh, no, no, I wish I was, but, uh, I used to, I used to, uh, sing, uh, you know, sing for, uh, a music class in high school, but that was about as far as that ever went. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to play any, any music. Um, sometimes I can sing and it sounds okay. Yeah. I'm more the alone in the car. No one can hear me kind of singer that that's about as far as I go. No one really wants to hear that and you can you could hear from my voice that i'm already getting a little croaky just from like 15 minutes of talking uh during this uh <laughs> this interview so you know i couldn't exactly uh sing uh, more than one uh more than one song without without getting worn out right right that's all it's not easy stuff no but i'm finding that a lot of people in in pendant that it's like hey surprise I, this person's musically inclined in a couple places have gotten uh, some good uh, production out of that. Yes. Um, 12th night comes to mind. Oh yes. Very much. Very much. 
Yes. And if you haven't listened to Twelfth Night, go. Amazing rendition of that of that uh, play. Yes, I, I had a lot of fun uh, working on uh, acting in that one. Mm hmm. And it was, it was, you know, kind of, I, I think I talked about this the last time uh, we, I was interviewed, but uh, it was kind of a revelation to me because I, all I knew about Twelfth Night was that there was a guy in it called Malvolio. And I'm like, well, that guy's got to be the villain of the story. His name's Malvolio. Right. And instead you find that he's just, you know, this, this poor bastard with a stick up his ass who, you know, just gets punished out of all proportion it's like he goes out at night and he tells uh, these five loud drunks to shut up so he so he can get some sleep and they're just like well we're destroying his life right or you know as some people call it tuesday but that was that was a, a fun one to do and 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 a lot of the shakespeare stuff was enjoyable uh to do you know comedy of errors where i uh mm -hmm. yeah i remember that got to, got to play you know i did a uh Jimmy Stewart voice for the entirety of it because it was uh, Shakespeare in the Old West. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, I actually got to be the uh, sheriff in that one. I was going to try and do a John Wayne. It just, it wasn't working. So in, I, I never submitted any of those attempts, but yeah. that one was fun. Yeah, you were really good in that. Thank you. I haven't been in any of them since, I don't think. I, I think that was the last one I managed to, uh, to be in because... They went from Anthony to Cleopatra to mm -hmm. uh, Romeo and Juliet, as you like it. And Romeo and Juliet was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was the sitcom. Yep. King John, I think that's the because that's one of them is vaguely steampunk, and I think I play a robot guard in uh, either King John or uh, or Richard uh, Richard the Second. But we'll see. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, more will come along. And you know, there's seminar. That's always got a whole a wide variety of characters. Yep. Depending on what's being written at the time. Absolutely. So you said earlier, you said you were doing it in your spare time, the um the audiobooks. Books. The audiobooks. Jeez, I audiobook. I couldn't remember. Audiobook, right? Yeah. <laughs> My brain went to books on tape. That's not what they're called anymore. <laughs> no, no, they're not. No. Um, audiobooks. So how did you get into that? Uh, I got into that. Um, I answered a, uh, an online, uh, ad, um, that, you know, someone put up an ad for an audition mm -hmm. and to read, uh, pulp audiobooks. And, uh, I, uh, I signed up for it and, uh, I got a gig uh, reading a couple of books and, uh, and somebody else was uh, doing the editing, and after a while, he uh, decided to get out of editing and uh, and uh, you know record his own books himself. Mm -hmm. uh, so I got sort of thrust into having to learn how to edit and do quality control over uh, my own uh, performances, which is why it takes me so long to get these things done because uh, they just they take forever. Just, just, just recording them, you know, makes time die. And, uh, you know, once, and once, once you're, you know, getting into editing and taking out all the clicks and the, all the other nasty ASMR sounds that come out of your mouth, it's, uh, it really does take forever. I, I think the last, the last new one I, I put out was in August of last year. So, uh, so I really have no excuse for not having more come out this year with, with all, uh, all the, uh, staying at home everyone's been doing. 
And, and how have you been faring during our zombie apocalypse of 2020? Uh, I've been working a lot because uh, I work at a place where it's, I'm not on the front line, but uh, it is necessary for, uh, for me to uh, be in a business place doing stuff during my, uh, during my day job hours. So are you working from home or are you actually in, play, in um, the place? I'm uh, sometimes I'm working from home. Sometimes I'm working in the office. Okay. I can say no more. Oh, sure. Sure. Well, you know, stay safe and healthy and thank you. You know, wear take care your, of you and all that. Wear your masks, everyone. Wear your yep. damn masks. I know. Right. Yeah. Okay. We said we wouldn't go there. Um, <laughs> wear your masks. Um, so what was the, cause it's totally not acting. It's, it's reading the book. So. Oh, it's what, acting. What, Doing oh. uh, the audiobooks? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because if you okay, just... correct me then, because I was going to ask you, different than doing an audio drama, what was the draw to do um, audiobooks? Uh, I think the draw was that you know it's sometimes it's a little easier for people to understand. It's like no, I'm in I'm in a radio play. Only it's not on the radio. It's on the internet. It's called a podcast. Oh, you mean like the shadow? Yeah, yeah. I mean like the. Like the shadow from 1939, mm-hmm. like the War of the Worlds. Yeah, the War of the. Yeah, that's the only example anyone can ever come up with. Um, and it's you know because I like listening to audiobooks. I, I enjoy I enjoy them as a medium, mm-hmm. and uh, it's. I just really enjoy uh, being you know telling, uh, telling a story and doing, uh, doing all the voices where I can. Okay. Very cool. And most of them have been sort of, uh, you know, pulpy. Uh, you know, there've been a lot of, of new pulp, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, p- you know, modern writers writing in uh, the old pulp style. You know, I've, I right. have books. I have books like Reich, in which uh, Hitler is a vampire on a submarine. Okay. <laughs> Dumbstruck. What? Um, and I did uh, the uh, the first, you know, the Peregrine Omnibus Volume One, which is something like thirty hours of pulp stories about this uh, this this mystery man character called the Peregrine. Mm-hmm. Um, you had mentioned one in one of our interviews because this is like our third or fourth now over the years. Yeah, um, Human. Oh yes, Human. That was my first one. I don't I don't make any money off that anymore. Uh, human <laughs> uh like intergalactic detective or right something. right 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 yeah that was that was the first one I, I think that was the first one i ever did and you know i'm i'm sure it sounds like it <laughs> but uh it's you know the, the material's changed a little i've done two um two mysteries in a in a series by aaron paul lazar one's called murder on the brewster flats mm-hmm. and i signed up for that one you know i i auditioned for that one because uh you know, it's I'm familiar with the Brewster Flats. I can drive to them from my house because um, they're on Cape Cod. Mm-hmm. And uh, a second one in that series is called Fire Song: The Secret Room. And uh, those are, you know, they're they're fun, uh, cozy a about, a, about a guy with a uh, this guy who's a music teacher in uh, in the Hudson Valley in uh, in New York. Okay. Um, but I owe I owe so many people so many audiobooks. I'm going to be uh, I I've got to get started and finish a lot of them because uh, 
there's just so many that needs to be done and i'm a profoundly lazy person and uh <laughs> i will I, I will find any excuse to not do it all righty so um do you have any other projects that you want to talk about no that's about it okay and uh before we jump into bullet questions um can people find you on social media uh you can find me at twitter at uh, pete mylan okay anywhere else that's about it i have pete but i don't really do anything with that site and we've got you on the pendant discord once you can get logged in again yep <laughs> and all right so bullet questions bullet questions ready mm-hmm. some of these will be familiar probably all right favorite muppet animal animal um let's go with favorite shakespeare uh plot you do about nothing okay um let's go over to the mcu favorite mcu movie uh the first avengers movie equal time dc movie um wonder woman okay um pizza topping pepperoni all right and star wars movie return of the jedi all right excellent i'm basic people i'm basic (laughs) hey the class there's nothing wrong with the classics absolutely not people can find me on twitter at jg underscore qa and on facebook www.facebook.com slash j-o-r-d-a-n.g-o-t-t-l-i-e-b dot five zero three six because i never actually changed it and pete i know you've got some writing to do so i won't keep you all right thank you for taking the time tonight i really appreciate it thank you nice talking to you good talking to you stay safe stay healthy you too and enjoy thanksgiving you too thank you sir and we will kick this back to tilly and susan it's over it's over it's over just the interview it's over coming out wednesday december 2nd kingery the season opener for season 11 season 11 what not to worry sweetie pie i think i've got one here you're gonna love allison Darla knows. You know? Nope. Can't say as I do. I've never done this before. Oh, nonsense. What kind of lady never went dress shopping before? The kind who only recently figured out she was a lady and decided to present that way to the world. <clears throat> oh, my word. Congratulations, dearie. Oh, um, thanks. But, y- you know, it could also apply to ladies who don't generally wear or like dresses. Well, sure, but they don't generally come into the parlor. The what? The parlor. Where you're at, honey? Darla's parlor. You sure you're all together with us? I think so. Never really have been before. This is new to me. Of course, but don't you worry. Darla's got just the thing let's toss that one and do i have to be present of course in my underwear some of the hollow samples are skin tight you don't want them thinking your clothes are part of your skin and showing every little fold and crease like you're a deflating balloon now do you wow rude 
Honest, honey. Honest. Coming out Wednesday, December 16th, Mage and Machine, season two opener. What? <laughs> Hawthorne, I, uh, I think I got the last of the sensors set up. Great. Thanks, Nora. Brilly's been down my neck all day. I hope I put them in the right spots. All right, let's see what we can get. The connections look good. It'll take a minute to finish the test patterns. So, how's your first week been? Oh, you know, <laughs> just trying not to nerd out on everyone. I've loved archaeology since I was a kid. But this is my first time at a real-life dig. Being here with all this history around me? Wow! <laughs> Don't worry about nerding out. We're all nerds here. Follow what you love. Right? <laughs> yeah, good life advice. Alrighty, we're getting some results. This will tell us where to dig next. Whoa, what's that? Oh crap, did I screw something up? Let me see. No, the sensors are fine. It's just, they're detecting... I gotta get Supervisor Breely. Wednesday, December 30th, Seminar 96. Not a season opener, but what? <laughs> Winthrop? Winthrop, where are you? I'll be halfway through the paper by the time I get my coffee. Coming, sir. Coming. Finally. You know I can't plot properly without my coffee. Of course, Dr. Obledio. My apologies. Next time I will find a way to make the water boil faster. Thank you, Winthrop. Now let's find something joyful to ruin, shall we? Newport Beach closed due to toxic runoff from nearby factory. Well, clearly toxic masculinity man has been busy. What else do we have here? Handmade wooden toy shop burns down under suspicious circumstances. Shame, I had some ideas for ruining it myself, didn't I, Winthrop? Oh, yes, Dr. Obledio. Many varied and devious ideas. I really did. La la la, the show is almost done. And there you have a show. That's it. Now, we can't tell you the specifics on this exactly yet, but there may be... I knew you were going to do this. ...a couple new things <laughs> popping up on Pendant before we're back with new news in February. Yeah, so sorry about that, but... But different. Timing. Different from everything we've done before. A little different. Different, but new. A little sideways. And you're going to like it, because it's good. You know how you know? Because it's pending. Yeah, you know. We only do good things. Or we try to. We try to. <laughs> Whether or not we succeed is up to you. That's right. Pendant. We attempt to do well. <laughs> <laughs> Judge us harshly, but fairly. It's fine. 
Okay, be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash Pendant, the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Pendant Audio, the Twitter feed at PendantWeb. We're on Tumblr at PendantAudio.tumblr.com. You can find us on YouTube at Pendant Productions. There's no at. I just said at. You have to go to YouTube well, and search Pendant yes, Productions. but everyone knows there's no okay. at for YouTube. And then stop by the Discord. Won't you? Talk with us. Come on. Link you know you want on the to. website. It's on the website from the main page. And yeah. also get your votes in for the bendies before it's too late. Yeah, I do that too. Okay. We'll see you back here next month with the results of the Pendy Awards. This is Susan Bridges. And Tilly Bridges. Thanks for listening. You seemed unsure if you were Susan Bridges. I wasn't. I was thinking about if... We're going to be seeing them next month or next year? Well, it's next year, but it's also next month. I know. That's how this works. How many times have we done this? next year. Do we? Who's going to go back and check? Not me. (laughs) Well, that. (laughs) Not checking. Nope. Pendant, we attempt to do well. Wear your masks, everyone. Wear your damn masks. I know, right? The theme to TWIP is Mr. Exposition by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0. At the end of the show.